EBS Broadcast presents. Whoa, are we in an airport right now? I don't think so. We're in the EBS studio. About to get going and kick off an episode of the EBS podcast, Just Go. In Just Go, we're going to be talking to EBS students who have done the Erasmus program. And let's talk about their trials and tribulations and what they went through and how it's made them a better person overall and what they got out of the experience. But more importantly, let's stop talking and let's just go. Okay, we're starting. You all ready? Okay, give me a second, though. All right, so it is November. It's currently November 19th, so it's 10 days away from December. Time to get our Mariah Carey on, if you know what I mean, because it's all about that Christmas. But more importantly, it is November, so I'm also doing No Shave November this month. I don't know if any of you listeners are doing it this month. Probably not, because, you know, it's 2019, not 2012. Uh, but more importantly, though, uh, Movember is a foundation that is dedicated to funding uh, research into male prostate cancer, one of the most common cancers that a male gets. Um, Rico, is this going on too long? No? Perfect. Let's keep going further. Uh, it's one of the cancers that most affect men. It's a thing I'm actually passionate about. Not passionate about men, but you know the cancer part. Uh, that sounded wrong. But anyways, let's continue to our guests. Uh, today in studio, I have Katarina and Marina. And you go... Easy to remember, right? I forgot which one was which at this point. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Uh, but this is the EBS Erasmus podcast. Just go. Uh, oh, sorry. Just do it. No, just go. Just go. I still learn. Um, but we, we're here today to talk about your experiences in Prague, right? You all went to Prague, and you guys went second second year, first or second semester? I've done the whole year. You did a whole year. Yeah, yeah. and I did the first semester. Mm, and you decided to come back. Yeah, that's that was really confident of you to say like, yeah, I, I love it here more than I loved happiness down in the south. So uh, let's be honest. I got to start with the basic questions. Why Prague, Marina? Why did you why did you choose out of all the cities? Just for fun. I mean, <laughs> why not? It's center of Europe. From there, yeah. you can go. I've never anywhere. been there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so but like there wasn't anything like you grew up with it as a childhood, <laughs> no. something like that. Nope. No. I even no. didn't like beer before, so. I still don't like. So beer. you're so you're saying the country turns you into a drinker is what you're saying? Exactly. Oh, definitely. I'm so happy this is the start of the school's <laughs> podcast. Like we might have lost some people with the cancer talk, but now we're really going into the topics. It's um, amazing, no? But when you when you were choosing uh, when you're choosing your schools to go to, was it only the one option in Prague, or do you have multiple options? Uh, firstly, we were thinking about Madrid. Um, as far as we having the course, we studied Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We thought it will be helpful to get there, but then the list of courses, yeah. then the list of courses <laughs> didn't match ours. Yeah, that's an important thing, by the way. Uh, back in our days, we had to match the courses with what we have taken here, but now the students don't have to do it. We have a mobility window. Yeah. So we have 30 credits to fill it out with whatever we want to As study. Usually happens to me in my life, like. Mm. Yeah. The last. Yeah. So what you're rat. saying is EBS just doesn't love us. You know, the new mm. kids are, they got mobility window. Exactly. They didn't restore the school until we are ready to leave. We're like old children. Old. And then the new baby came in into the family and nobody cares about you. <laughs> I mean, I think they, they will not be happy to hear that, I think. <laughs> no, it was fine. I mean, they helped us with matching courses and everything. But yeah, what Shaila I'm saying... Yeah, is amazing. Oh, yeah. So the system is much better now. That's but even though... But so, but even when you guys were having the issue, there was... 
it was it a massive issue for you guys finding it but it just it, it's yeah. easier now is what i'm saying yeah. yeah yeah exactly and so you guys actually plan to go together then no yep. no because you said i was just i was just planning to go in exchange and marina as well and then as far as we're friends, I hope <laughs> um, it turned out to be that we're going there together, and it was easier to find a flat for two of us than finding a room, um, separate room, and yeah, everything was just so smooth. Maybe we were just lucky, because as far as oh, we I got there, we were lucky. Yeah, a lot of people just got scammed with their flats and stuff. We got very cheap apartment. Okay. Yeah. Because one of the important things, Prague. Uh, like if we talk about money then Czech Republic and Prague is pretty cheap but then if compare products and everything is kind of Estonian price range and then the accommodation is a bitch it's very very expensive there I mean it's the same as we have now you pay around 400 still I think more expensive yeah I mean you pay 350 for for room not for the flat you could find here but still whereas Prague and whereas Estonia (laughs) (laughs) One and the same, I guess. So wait, so then you guys, you guys went together. You did your so when you left, you were by yourself then. Yeah. Uh, but did you think the whole transition with like being with someone from school made it easier, or would you actually prefer to go solo and just experience the city? No, I liked it more solo actually. Sorry, Marina. Mm, just because you totally feel yourself out of the box, and you just think start to think out of the box. You don't have your relatives have any anybody to cook for you or clean your clothes if you're not home for a couple of days it has happened to me <laughs> a couple of times but still like just some some people are afraid to go and live by their own even even here they're afraid to move yeah. out from their parents and that just that just goes away when you go on exchange yeah that just will take you more time in the future to start to live on your own. And I mean, you don't have to go and rent your apartment, like a separate apartment for just yourself. They offer dormitories. If you still want to be close to some people, they have a dormitory. You can live there. Did you think about going to the dormitory then? Or did you guys want your own flat in the city? We, I think we've thought about it a little, but then we decided to check for flat options. Okay. And then we got a very nice like offer. You got so, real lucky yeah. with the house then? So yeah. we just stick to this. Yeah. And besides it, besides like it being just Prague, somewhere new, something else, was there anything else pati- sp- particular to the city or to the school that you went to that really drew you to that, comparative to going somewhere else? I remember us checking the ratings of the of the university. Yeah. Um, it, it seemed nice, and actually, as far as I le- uh, was staying there for another semester, I f- I felt it better, like the whole flow of the processes in uni, how teachers um, operate, and uh, how students feel themselves. So everything was super good for me besides the library thing they have like the books and stuff that's probably like a european thing well depends on countries but we're so used to being in our private school and and like everything is awesome and they give you books and you go to the middle like europe basically and you have to buy your own books library has the minimum amount that you can take for limited time not like for semester month maybe yeah month uh could you not just check the same book out over and over again? You could, but you have to go to the library every time. And 
the line for the book like exists actually yeah. more people want it so what was happening students from previous years were usually selling their books half price or like cheaper so you could buy from them hmm. mm -hmm. and so did you get your books half price or did you get a full no, price just unloaded them <laughs> oh. from one russian website but we, we went shady. I'm Please really, I'm really it. happy we're supporting academics like, uh, through thievery. Well, you just had like a, you went through your entire semester on your iPhone. Just what page was it again? Yeah, yeah exactly. Zoom in, zoom yeah. Out. Mm -hmm. yeah no, actually, some teachers shared the books. They like our economics teacher mm -hmm. gave us like link to the book, but I don't remember. Was it his own yeah, or actually something? Actually, some of them were sharing the books, but then like. It's illegal. And then, but you need it, so <laughs> just download it. We support authors and everything that are buy books. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, like yeah. I, my entire, my entire school career, yeah. I've always take, I have not illegally, I'm not committing, uh, I will not commit myself to anything, but I have found options and routes through the internet, um, you know, to find books and stuff or publish journals. Sci-hub.se is currently the website to use. Uh, <laughs> No, it's a good Russian site. But, but why are you sharing it? It was such a inside information. Yeah, the thing is most people won't use it. Most people don't care enough to use it. But yep. they will not it will not be able to open it. Yeah, that's the thing is you actually have to care about like going yeah. through it. Yep. Yeah. And anyway. What school did you guys go to anyways? I didn't ask. Yeah. Uh it was University of Economics of Prague. Vysoka Škola Ekonomička. Yep. <laughs> yes. That was a that was a mouthful. I'll give you that one. And you guys did a full semester, like full thirty credits, or did you guys take like decline your time there and just like more First of the experiences? Semester, full thirty credits. I don't know what was your second semester. Um, in the second semester, it got more messy for me. Um, I started to choose as far as I failed my microeconomics semester. Yeah. Because we. Uh, for I don't know which reason, but we've chosen the mid, uh, like, um, yeah. basically. I will explain a little here. We yeah, had please. to take <laughs> micro course, and yeah. it's a yeah. economic school, and we just found a random course which like had the same syllabi syllabus yeah. as ours, and we took it. And next semester, Katarina found out that the one we took was we've made just a small, small. Mistake. We choose from the lecturers. We choose the men, not the women. It turns out to be that for us, the microeconomics, yeah, for Rasmus's was a uh, like mid level, not the the beginners one. Yeah. So of course I failed. Marina is smarter than me, so she kind of passed it. But you guys are BBA, right? Yeah. Don't you guys already take uh, microeconomics and macro? We had to take it in our yeah. second year. Oh, okay. So you so you got. Double screwed over. That sounds yeah. a lot of fun. And so, yeah, that's why mobility window is so great. You don't have to do micro if you don't want to. Yeah, really supporting that micro. You really support the school now. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hop on that marketing team once you graduate? Definitely. No. <laughs> no? I think working in the school would be fabulous. You know, just never leave this place. But you for a year, though, because you were because you were there for a solid year, and I know now you're having a bit of stressful times because yes. of lack of mobility window, as yes. Marina has pointed out. What was the, um, did you realize this while you were in Prague and you knew what you were facing when you came back? Or did it just hit you in September? I mean, I've been doing, did somebody knock the door? <laughs> okay, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> why are you not laughing? 
because I'm 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 actively listening. I take okay, my business basically, ethics course. Um, while while in Prague, I thought I'm doing my best because um, I was choosing that the courses, as much courses as many courses I could take at the spring semester from third year or from second year I couldn't take in the autumn semester. But after my arrival, I understood I'm in a total bad place. I'm not going to swear in this. Your wait, you mean your arrival back to EBS? Or your arrival yeah. to Prague? Yeah, arrival to EBS. Okay. I just understood that uh, in this during this autumn semester, I will have to deal with load of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm not able to write an exam at the end of my studies because I haven't finished micro, micro. I missed a lot of um, so you're, lect- so you're now courses you're, here. You're stuck to doing a thesis then, you mean? Right. Oh, okay. This, Yeah, this makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> um. And oh, and as well, they, um, as far as I've taken too many courses out of my package after my arrival from Prague, I should have to overpay a lot. You should, or is it, wait, you you now required to overpay? Yes. Um, I will explain a little. So you pay usually for this like set it pack of courses here, yeah, which yeah. is like two k. Uh, but if it changes, like if you take the same courses from the pack but just less, then you just pay less. Yeah. But if you take something extra on the top mm-hmm. of that, then the whole bunch is not considered a package anymore, and it's calculated based on something like one crazy point. Course, yeah. Yeah, equals think, some amount of euros. I think currently one ECT at EBS is equivalent to 87 euros, Rico, mm. is that right? 87? No? You're supposed to be the man with the plan. <laughs> Accord, like, uh, approximately. Approximately. Yeah, get that man but it's, it's not going to be a problem. But you have, no, you have no worries about, like, graduating students. on time or anything? Yeah. Oh, no. In mm. our no. case, no. we managed fine. <laughs> Was the school, was the, because I know now our listeners won't, like, they don't have to deal with it because they have the mobility window. Um, but was the school a comp, like, um, what's the word? A comp, uh, not company, um, helpful with the transition back or were you kind of left on your own, to, your own devices? I can start first. I yeah. was pretty good because I went for just one semester where, like, I lined my courses as close as possible. So I, basic like spring semester when I came back was fine I didn't have to take anything extra autumn semester like this one was little messier because I missed some courses previous autumn so I had to take them now and turned out they're gone like they don't exist anymore so I had to replace them with something else which was little mess but Sheila is amazing she just made it work for you yeah, she found the courses we needed, and now it seems completely so fine. So now, are you taking you're taking second year courses that you missed that, f- yeah. that semester, or did you already take them in your second year, second semester? I missed courses during my second year, mm-hmm. first semester. Yeah, while I was away, and now I'm taking them. Oh, okay. Or like the courses that replace them. So. To oh, say. okay. So, but you're not you're not like doing excess of extra work to no. do it. Okay, so your course load seems yeah. like it's pretty fine. Because I know another student, uh, Arena, who went to Germany for a semester, and all her like her schedule is through the roof, crazy this semester because exactly, exactly. same through <laughs> you. So how many credits are you currently doing now that you're back? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Exactly, because I cannot take the courses 
anymore that mm-hmm. do not exist anymore or they offer them only during the spring semester so i have to cover them with two different courses she has to cover so like, one course with two different ones oh so it was like a seven it was a seven credit course and now you have to take two credits no to make it was it five credit course and i have to two three and three so you're actually graduate with extra credits Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, Sheila said it will be fine. <laughs> you know what? If you choose to do your master's program, maybe you can transfer those credits forward and you can just have a little foot no. in the door. <laughs> no? No. No. That was very optimistic, though. You know, very, yeah, very... it may, may be good, but... No. No. Okay, so we've talked... So we've already discussed, you know, your whole... Why you chose Prague, because cheap beer, I guess. Mm. Uh, no, Prague is just amazing. It's beautiful. It's awesome. And right? the weather... Like right now, November. In November, I think the autumn officially started when we were there. October, we were still wearing summer clothes and like, it was so good. So you weren't depressed at this time of year? No. <laughs> no, you were just generally happy. Yeah. No need for nothing. And you need just six euros for six beers. Like, yeah. what else can make you happy? You, realize you can drink the, beer on campus. You realize yes, happy. in the cafeteria. You know the marketing department's going to have my uh, behind over this conversation now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I realize I this. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm not sure you, got, you will be able to publish this Rico, podcast. can we cut that, I guess? <laughs> no, we'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, every, every student cares about how much alcohol yes, costs, so... Do you Let's see the, the our banner? By the way, if you want to apply to EBS in the coming future, right around the season or in the July coming up. Okay, so we so you went to Prague because it was less depressing. There okay. were beverages you, you could you could consume on the weekends or a Tuesday morning, you know, whatever your cup of tea was. But except were there any except Tuesdays? <laughs> except Tuesdays. I just remember our schedule. Yeah. Well, we, was it was it like EBS where it was a uh, Like, my courses don't start until 10 and I'm out the door by 3? Or were you, like, at 8 to 5? It was not as spreaded as EBS courses, which was actually good because we had, like, four courses on Tuesday, mm-hmm. one after another. It was a very long day. But then Friday was completely empty. On Monday, we might have one from one time to come. Economics, yeah. Like, yeah. basically, which was good, we had this four days a week where we should study. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we could travel. Yeah, which is what actually actually uh, in the second semester I had almost the same schedule. What actually was available for students to travel mm-hmm. from from Friday to Sunday. And did you get out of the city a lot? Yeah, I went traveling f- around the Czech Republic itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went a couple of times to Berlin, so it was completely nice. And beautiful even though i had to do my micro and macroeconomics <laughs> together during one course well that's why you have long train rides you know yes. uh, you gotta be smart about it you're going to erasmus you accept that fact and you work with it by the way train rides are kind of cheap there yeah very cheap for for with like ICA student cards, discount gives you such 57 a crowns is yeah. like two euros so yeah important thing Czechs use crowns. They have their own currency still. Yeah. And it's like one crown is 0.04 euro. Okay, so then how much... So if I wanted to go to Berlin, right? I'm fresh student. I'm like, I'm going to go to Germany. Mm-hmm. How much am I paying to go to Germany? Um, It will cost you around... If you want to go by train, it will be like 40 euros back and forth. If you're taking the ticket beforehand, like in two weeks. If you take them later, it will be... More. Yeah, of course, like an airplane ticket. But if you go by Flixbus, which is 
very Super available. Cheap. Like, is that like Lux like, Express kind yeah. of thing? Okay. Uh, they have some kind of a student something portal. Also, check check innovation. Yeah. Uh, also, Kiwi.com, also some Czech stuff for planes. But still, like, I paid once for going uh, to Berlin by Flixbus, was 24 euros back and forth with ISIC card. And you pay 105 crowns per month to the to the card you can use in any transport. Oh, okay. Metro, oh, trams, like your, uh, buses. Like your city card. Yeah, yeah Prague, like the, the green one we have here. Yeah. And it cost four euros per month for a student. Yeah. It was 50, I think, for like a f- whole semester or something. Not for one month, but like three, four months. Wait, so it was four a month, you paid 50 a semester? Uh, it was, I think 50, it's actually like... The you mean 50 crowns? No, no I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm I mixing remember. stuff up. It's 105 okay, crowns month, yeah. a month. Okay. So it's four euros a month. So either way, it was a very easy city to get around with, travel... Did, was it a safe city, though? You're actually the first guest I've had that are just strictly female, so that might be a question to ask. Was it a safe city for you? Yes. I don't remember I mean, any they, troubles. They do have... When my parents came, suddenly these people started to appear <laughs> on, the, yeah, <laughs> on the streets in front of my father. But before that, I didn't see anybody. Just like simple alcoholics that don't do harm, harm at all. You, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it was like a drunk guy in front of... Yeah, them. yeah. Like it's yeah that's maximum that... I've seen maybe in some suburbs or or. But we lived in a suburb city. actually. We lived in like a sleeping area district, and it was very nice there. Yeah. Okay. Like super calm. How Squirrels f- and hedgehogs and yeah. park and nature. How far from your your <laughs> campus were you then? Twenty minutes by metro. It's yeah, not, not far. And then from like, is that in Center City or was that a different direction from it? Um. Okay, if you want me to explain you, Prague. <laughs> it, basically, everything is around the, the river. Yeah. Uh, what's under the river, um, basically Prague has parts called Prague 1, Prague 2, Prague 3, Prague 4. And as bigger gets the number, as further it's from the city center. So mm-hmm. Prague 1 is the old town. The the second part, what I used to Oh, the rings around it. Not kind of rings. They're really illogically... Um, put but on the map, but still, it's it, logic is as bigger the number is as f- for, like further it is from the city center. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we lived with Marina in Prague nine, um, and the numbers uh, end at around Prague seventeen. Yeah, right? something like that. Okay, yeah. so you were kind of like in the middle zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's just a simple Mustama. Yeah, I I think the numbers the number system makes more sense though because if for a foreigner coming here for the first time you hear Lasnama Muslima, I didn't realize those <laughs> were <laughs> I didn't realize those were different places. Yeah. And I didn't realize where I thought I lived next to Lasnama. <laughs> I thought Muslima was Lasnama for about four months. <laughs> until I went there the first time and I realized I don't belong there, you know. Because <laughs> all the signs were in Cyrillic and stuff. <laughs> oh, so a lot of yeah. people there not a lot, okay. Some people there speak a little Russian. Mm-hmm. But the language is actually close to Russian, uh, so you can understand some things if you do speak that. Yeah, and I used to work in cafeteria, and I know some swear words and some good words as well. A bit, it's easy. It's it's a very easy language for people who come from east part of our world. <laughs> okay, so if you're from, so if you're from, it's the not post- just Russia. It's like 
Ukraine people probably would understand. You're just including Polish. more Slavic people yeah, in yeah. that. Yeah, Slavic you know? people basically would understand the language. I mean, that's okay. what but I mean. I speak German. If I went there, how would I fare? Because I don't know. I've I only went to Prague one time. It, it's fairly close to Germany, right? I'm really it bad is. at geography. It I'm is close sure to Germany, but anyhow, yeah. anyhow similar. But I mean, like the do do people there generally speak German or yeah. anything? Like I only speak English and German. If I went there, how much am I going to struggle, or am I not going to struggle at all? Not German, English like city center people speak English. Slovak, Slovak more. Yeah. Mm. Slovakian. So. Yeah, because uh, Slovakia and Czech Republic are so close to each other, they understand each other completely. Yeah. They speak. It's two different languages. Do but they, they understand each other. As as it was one country. At yeah, some that's point. what I was yeah, getting yeah. to. Yeah. Estonians understand Finnish, yeah. but Finnish do not understand. Estonians, so, basically. So the Czechs understand the Slovaks, but the Slovaks no, don't understand. No, actually, they can speak so. with oh, each other. Vice versa, I think. Oh, but okay. yeah, they can speak. They can, if they try, they they will understand. I so mean, I think they're as close as Ukrainian and Russian, actually. Maybe they're really close. No, so then there's n- there's no worries then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I have to. I, I like crushing dreams and stuff, and I I think mm-hmm. you have beautifully illustrated this country and it makes me want to go which i recommend everyone should go in the erasmus that's why we're doing a podcast it's amazing really believe me marina left too early and i've i've i mean i still traveled some (laughs) not enough definitely like what i can say that after returned i definitely plan to go back there as a tourist at least yeah it's amazing it's so beautiful there and it's a lot of nature so if you're into it definitely yeah, and if you don't drink beer, there is wine. Yes. Like, yeah. they have so much and stuff. And alcohol is really <laughs> cheap there. Yeah, there. I saw. I saw a map of Europe, and it was a, a Venn diagram of you know all of the the mm. white liquors, the vodka, the <laughs> wines, and the beers. The Czech Republic was the only one that was all of them. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess it's the capital. I don't know. I haven't checked. Um, I haven't uh, mm. checked the wine, the Czech wine, but Marina I did. did. Yeah. Uh, they have a botanic garden okay. in Prague. Not and one. they have their own winery there. Oh. Which is amazing. But they have shit loads of parks in there. Yeah. Like a lot of parks. Every day you can discover a new one. Literally every day. It's like I don't know, if you start to count them I don't know how many like hundreds. The, uh, like the si- the like parks the size of the one out front school or much bigger, bigger. on average? No, the cadreric size and oh. more beautiful as cadrerics on every like corner. Yeah. That was so patriotic of you just threw that out the window, you know, like <laughs> sorry the foreigners they beat us again on this one. <laughs> uh. But it's it's actually so good. And there is a very nice route you can take in one day because we had friends coming over. So Yeah, Marina is I'm a tour Actually, guide. she can take <laughs> money now for being a tour guide in Prague. I did a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> there is a kind of giant circle yeah. shape route you can take from the old town to the upper town. And you see a lot of things. Like you can see most of the important places in one day. And then if you want extra, like some other places, whatever, you can mm. stay a little bit more. I have the same light lights. <laughs> what did you say? I have the same LED lights. Oh. At home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just got new lights in the studio for anyone listening. She had a... I, I mean, re- we were struggling a bit in the beginning to get the lighting down just perfect, but I think we're, at go- we're good with the lights, right, Rico? Yeah, Rico is the silent homie of the podcast. <laughs> I'm waiting to one day get him on the mic, you know? That way he can bust in some laughs from here to there. Uh, but in, a, in another note, though, um, what was there... 
when you went to the Czech Republic and in Prague, when you were on the plane out the Tallinn airport, right, did you have expectations in your head of what to expect and like what you were predicting would be like? Or did you go there with no expectations whatsoever and just like, let's go with it? We watched YouTube, like, person. The Honest Guide. Yeah. Yeah. The Honest Guide to kind of... We didn't that much care to look for how beautiful it is or whatsoever. That we tried kind of to be surprised. But yeah, we, we started were, from being rational and find yeah. the cheapest way to eat or drink or... Um, how to get from airport to yeah. whatever we leave. So yeah. these things. So we knew about that, about like... Um, one important thing is there are a lot of currency exchange places, but mm-hmm. some of them are fraud. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I. It, that's that. That's that one guy on YouTube who does all like the scam videos in Prague yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, actually, for anyone who's planning to go to Prague and they don't necessarily find that video, please explain that to them. Okay, so there is a guy whose channel is called Honest Guide, and he films a lot of videos, which include also like the breaking the fraud videos. Um, can you continue the explanation? I kind of lost it. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to hear again about like, the honest guy? Because I, I, no, 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 not about the guide, but like the oh. scams in Prague oh, and stuff, okay. that kind of thing. I mean, in any other country, I'm sure there are scams in Barcelona and other. Well, we have them in New York. It's just like the scams are very typical in New York. But I think what I've read on the internet and seen these videos, Prague seems seemingly has like endless amounts of scams that you just got to be careful of watching. Mm, not really. The currency exchange is the number one. Yeah, and and. I don't know. I've, I've, I didn't change my money there. I was just transferring uh, The them. point is that there is a certain um, rate yeah. at which you're supposed to change your currency. And these places add this extra uh, percent for giving you money, but this percent can be anything. And sometimes they like write it in a very, very tiny print. Mm-hmm. And so you get like, you pay double for what you should have Oh, literally. Like, cool. It can get so high, like very, very but percentage. But it is in any other country, but there is no honest guy to talk about this. Mm, so maybe. Because yeah. um, he if just you, If the you're city. not careful enough to your money or your things or your places you eat at, then you will get. Read the small print. Yeah, read the small print. That's the that's the key to <laughs> the, the Republic, just yeah. small print. Was there any. um, When you were. Was there anything you didn't expect that happened to you guys, negative or positive? Like, you know, because I know like when I was talking to the guys who went into Italy, um, one thing that they didn't know that like they were, the advice I got from them is if I was going to Italy, make sure I got my tax documents done before I even got there because, you know, they were having to pay through a tobacco shop for their rent and utilities and stuff because um, they didn't have their tax documents. Or when I've heard from some of the Italian guys when they came here, they didn't have a bank, so they're using like an Italian friend to wire the money through their accounts to take out a thousand in cash per month here, and stuff. Uh, but was there? I mean, I'm not necessarily saying you had that kind of problem. But was there yeah. anything you ran into while you were down there? Yes, one thing. I've ordered something from from America, and I had to pay like three three times more than the the package itself. But it's fine. Was that because you were using like DHL or like amp? Like what? No, do you mean? just just because they have this huge tax on something you order. Basically, the and I didn't know customs, about this. the customs oh. tax yes. is and you different. Have to feel like 
thousands of papers, even though I ordered just a face cream, like for no reason. So I'm not sure how people survive there. I don't know. Face from, cream. From... Yeah, that was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the tax import face cream. Yeah. So check the know. customs, like how much you're supposed to pay in the country where you're going to, if you plan to like order some stuff. I don't yes. know, something else? No. Like we f- like you talked about the banks. We didn't open a bank account. Yeah. We we're fine. So you were just using it's like Europe. your seven sweat down there. Yeah. 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 Okay. I um, just actually the one thing I discovered at the during the second semester is that the bank that is uh written as a friend bank of of our sweat uh the the Cheska Sporitelna or whatever. No. Uh, it takes <laughs> it takes the biggest amount of money from you for any transaction, like for any, the international any, transactions. Any yeah, any cash withdrawal than any other bank. So don't okay. don't look on these papers. Just go to Raiffeisen, the Russian one, and you will be fine. There is a bank yeah. like Russian bank in Czech Republic. Did you guys did did you guys know about transferwise before you guys went down there? Yes, but I mean that the when I wanted to withdraw the money, yeah. the commission that was taken by the bank, what is what which was stated as a friend of Swed, mm-hmm. was taking literally the biggest um, commission that any other bank did wow. with for Seb, no reason. I have Seb Bank, and I had one point five percent on each transaction, transaction and oh, withdrawal, but we just took a big amount like a chunk of our money we withdraw it like in the beginning mm-hmm. we exchanged it in our proper place so to say and we just used cash um cash is king yeah a lot of places in czech republic actually yeah, prefer cash that's a fact. like uh. shops use the you can pay with card but the smaller places uh held by chinese people yeah like usually I like how you describe the demographics of the ownership <laughs> there real quick. There is such a nice Chinese place next to the university, yeah. by the way. Food there is very nice. Yeah, just in general, the the city is made for people. You can eat there even though you don't have money. You can, <laughs> you can drink there even though you don't have money. But still, yeah, really, everywhere on, edi- on every corner you have a Chinese Takeout or whatever. Yeah. All right. Um... For final points, because we'll start wrapping up here in yep. a second, from both your perspectives, because the downside is you both live to, live with each other, which I don't know if that's a positive or a negative for you guys. But what is a single piece of advice you'd give to someone who's going to Prague? I will give my first. Okay. I will go into academic because this was something we had to deal a lot in the beginning. Go into what? Academic part, like how oh. you, registration of courses in the University of Economics is a little toughy. Yeah. They have their own system and it's not an easy one to use. It has three rounds. First, you get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it, but in the beginning that can be something like yeah. difficult to understand. That's the point. Like it has three rounds. First, you just line up the courses you want to take. Mm-hmm. You press submit, it's submitted. In a wait. month, like you wait in a month or something, uh, the second round begins. That's when it's like first comes, first goes. Yeah. You have to be one of the first ones to again submit it. So you actually get the date and time you want it, like to take it, yeah. the mm-hmm. timetable. 
things, and that's the time when the course can run out of places. Okay. Yeah. Because during first round, they take everyone. Like they just want to know the approximates. Yeah. But in the second one, you will be cut off if you don't do it. And on time. I remember when I was flying, <laughs> <laughs> when I was flying, and I just got out of the plane, and I had this period started for already two hours. And I just didn't get into two courses that I wanted. Yeah. Because, you still have, yeah. uh, on, after a second round finishes? Yeah, when somebody just didn't come up or didn't sign or anyhow um, assign for the scores once again, then you have a chance. Yeah. Okay. So it's not it's not just a first come serve it's a first come first serve pro, uh, basis but then there's a second round you can get back yeah. into it yeah, yeah kinda but it's just like important to know that there is a chance that you will not be able to take some of the courses so have some extra as an option yeah sounds good okay about my funny part <laughs> I don't know um, it's amazing place to party um, it's definitely something between Tallinn and Berlin party. Mm-hmm. Very vibes. social. Yes. Uh, yeah. There are really different um, scenes, Yeah. so to say. The one that's studio vibe, like, I don't know if you know what studio is. Yes. Uh, there Anybody is definitely Hollywood vibe. Our Hollywood, like. Oh, yeah. Baba Duzavelli, okay. Then uh, there is definitely... Underground. Hal vibe. <laughs> Um, everything, everything can be so there's th- found there. No matter what you're looking for, you'll always be included. So yeah, yeah. but should I say it out loud? <laughs> All right, we'll say for what she just said afterwards. Uh, after because I'm actually interested in knowing what is. But do you have uh, dr? You okay? Yep, and we are uh, we are good on that Wrapping one. Wrapping up. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this podcast up right about now. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. But more importantly, it is November. If you do have a little cash to spare, please do na- donate to the Movember Foundation to help support uh, prostate can- uh, cancer research and awareness. Uh, have a wonderful day. My name has been Caleb. Thank you so much.